0: that hi i'm courtney hi i'm julie and we
1: hey, are and welcome to main education
2: matt. matters oh what? no uh oh okay so
0: what, what are, are we, we gonna call
2: what are we gonna call this
0: personalized main name, learning,
2: learning and education that matters that matters
0: julie and matt
2: <laughs> rolls off the tongue <laughs>
0: Well, we finally did it. It's the crossover pod.
2: <laughs> and with that, thanks for listening. All right. Bye. <laughs>
0: Have a great summer. Bye. No.
2: <laughs> so this is the crossover pod between
3: Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney and the pod we talk about on our podcast all the time, our sister podcast, Main Education Matters.
2: Yeah, it's, it's great to actually be together, um, finally putting these two uh, podcast um uh, monstrosities together behemoths behemoths
0: oh, behemoths
2: titans. titans titans of podcast industry i think it's fair. yes
0: titans but of fair. education podcast for sure i don't know about but matt Shea, i
1: need to i need to um overrule you i don't consider us your sister pod i prefer to think of you guys as the parent pod because we have so uh-huh. much respect for the two of you so <laughs>
3: I'm not sure who Matt, the lead that that is.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think well, it might be Julia, not Matt. <laughs> well, I, I, I respect, I respect the other podcast because they helped launch this podcast. But I, as is much established canon, going back to I believe your first year of this podcast. Yeah. I am an avid downloader, but do not listen. That's right. Fair.
0: Right. So, all right. So here's the quick, here's the quick history, right? Is so first Matt and Matt Shea and I started uh, personalized learning with Matt and Courtney. And then pretty quickly after that, and we were podcasting in a school district office and then pretty quickly after that I feel like I stumbled into the well I didn't stumble in but I walked into the office one day and saw Matt and Matt in the podcast office and was like oh that's happening so <laughs>
2: that sounds about right that sounds about right so yeah just Matt, the, just just your head kind of floating by that little what is going what yeah, oh, the what little like, no.
0: window you've got to peek in it's so weird that's that where I can.
2: sit is what I've right. right. what is get spot.
0: out of my podcast yeah. seat, Matt? Yes,
3: agreed. But then,
0: then things went went well, went out their way for I don't know a couple of years, maybe. And then Matt Shea, in the middle of a pandemic, moved to California, so could not Thank be you. a part of Maine Education Matters. And that's when Julie came in. And so, how long has it been now? So, oh my, has it been a year, Julie?
1: Has it been? I I was thinking. Wow. January was our start. We will have to get specific about
2: that. No, we, no, we started in the fall. We started in the fall. September was our first episode together. Yep. Really? It's yeah. been a year.
3: It, it goes by fast, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. Ah. So I've been keeping up with the main Education Matters podcast, uh, not by hosting anymore, but I just edit or sometimes mostly fail to edit uh, everything that, that <laughs> really talk about. Uh, because it has been fantastic since I stopped hosting. And it's it's definitely a different, uh, a different take on things, but I have loved listening to Matt and Julie talk about the things that I don't really follow anymore since I am in California now. It's nice to keep up, and I clearly keep up with everything that's happening. Yeah. And I think our uh, listenership for that podcast has gone up quite a bit since I left. I'm not going to take that as uh, any... Type of, (laughs) Uh, but Um,
0: you know, there's something to the formula of a brilliant, strong, uh, supportive woman and uh, a dude running.
3: And a dude. I'm just going (laughs) to say that with uh, when Matt and I did it together, it was definitely a lot more goofy and nonsensical, with a lot of dumb private jokes about (laughs) the Avengers and stuff. And with Matt and Julie, it's a lot more on task that they get off task and don't, it's, it's a great podcast to listen to. Oh,
0: well, for it, sure.
1: It's we not, get off task it's not too the bad. same,
3: but yeah. it's way better. Yeah. I'll just put yeah, that in explain,
1: explain to me how you guys are so, um, you're like ex podcast experts when I, and I listen faithfully to personalized learning and I'm so appreciative of, of what you share, but you're like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. It's so mm-hmm. succinct. And Matt and I, we usually record on a Friday. You'd think we'd be exhausted, but we kind of like energize each other. And before we know it, it's been like an hour. We're like, oh gosh, that's not going to, that's not going to work.
0: I, we may have taken down the first year for that because they were so long.
3: We did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. They were just like what the main education matters podcast does by going over all the different laws and bills and everything that's happening. You have to take time to do all yeah. those things and really focus on what all those things mean whereas the ones where Courtney and I do them on personalized learning just we have a topic we talk about it we want to limit it yeah. you can't limit it when there's 15 bills that were, had public hearings that week right, we right. that's that's
2: exactly it. where I was that's going it. Right. like you you can dive into a topic and go really deep in it whereas all we're doing is like saying we're just doing like birdshot shotgun type stuff of here's stuff that happened and Holy crap! How are you? Are, uh, this there, it all <laughs> is, and you know maybe we do some quote unquote analysis, whereas you all actually do do analysis. You see what I did there? Oh,
0: yeah, it's oh, the do-do.
2: Very nice. Very nice.
0: All right. So hey, let me ask you all some questions, and then you can ask me questions too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go through like each of you. So all right, let's start with Matt Shea. Why did you start? what what made you want to start a podcast about education
3: uh serious answer or silly answer
0: that your choice i want both i guess but
3: silly answer is you made me do this <laughs> uh, the serious answer is uh we were both thinking about it around the same time uh this was the first time we had we had known each other for less than a year or so and worked in the same district at that time yeah and I was always thinking about starting a podcast, but I didn't ever want to do it by myself and was getting to that point. Like, am I ever going to do this or am I just not going to do this? I'm an avid podcast listener. I listen to way too many podcasts right now uh, and did back then. It's been what, like seven years we've been doing this. Yeah. And one day you just happened to ask, hey, we should do a podcast together. And I was like, yes. And then from there, Uh, led us directly to this day, because it's been all consuming, and wonderful and amazing. And I've gotten to know you a lot better as a person and a friend, uh, which has been the most valuable experience. But I also like the way we've evolved over the years from the super long ones with segments and interviews and to something like this is unsustainable. And we've worked together really well about it. And I love talking about A topic of education every week that either we come up with long ahead of time or on the fly. I like interviewing other people. Uh, It's led to a lot of nice opportunities for us personally in the educational world where we've met a lot of people. And honestly, that the reason that I still do it, even though we are 3500 miles apart at this point is because I like doing it, and I think it makes a difference for people that I talk to. That that's why I do it. Nice. So, why why do you keep going with this recording?
0: Oh, because I mean, we're not explicit, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> because 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 something because it needs because something needs to change because the way we we do. In general, in the vast amount of cases, the way we do education in this country, in all all the states I have lived in, which is mostly the Northeast, but, and in most of the states I have visited, right, we're still doing it wrong in so many, many ways, and, um, so I, I think, I just think this is just another way to have a voice out there and I enjoy doing it. I, I too have really come to value our friendship that we've developed over the years and just, uh, yeah, I'm never going to ha- stop having things to say. And I will say the same things over and over again, which I think is truly something else, you know, like how do you keep doing this? Well, the things we said five years ago, sadly we can still say again, like it's, you know, um so that's why because it's just i at my core believe that um i was put here to help change education and this just happens to be one of the ways i'm doing it that's why i keep going but i really i'm super curious about matt and julie because they they have a very specific you know matt Matt and I, we we can talk about a heck of a lot of different things, like in personalized learning. But when it comes to you know policy and legislation, like you two, you chose a path.
2: <laughs> we, yeah, this was this was the the path less traveled, definitely. There you go. Um, and I, I I'll tell you why I got into it. Um, I mean, Matt and I started to we met as as uh, educational leaders in the state, and we were doing we were both very much. Um, I don't want to say the word consumed, mm-hmm. but um, it was a very, we were passionate about the proficiency-based learning um, and diploma law that had gone in and try to make that work and finding yeah. ways that it could work. And we, we were you know, testifying and we were listening to the stuff happening at a legislative session. And then when stuff just started to go crazy and just change on the fly there, I mean, both of us, we've said this many times in the, in the podcast is like, how did that happen? And then Matt came to me and said, we should do a podcast on this. We should do a podcast on this stuff. And just to kind of figure out what's going on. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm in. Because I don't know what's going on. And I want to know what's going on. Mostly because that way, I can do my job better. Um, Because I can help my district and my colleagues and friends and whatnot, tell them, dude, pay attention to this. Like yes. this is coming down the road. This is coming down the line and we need to prepare ourselves for that. And man, has that not only that, that, that has paid out dividends over the last uh, four years of this podcast, because there's been a lot of major changes in education that just kind of, if people weren't paying attention to it or I didn't know about it, I would have it would have been reactionary instead of being really proactive. And um. So yeah, I, got, I, I got into it. I had been listening to podcasts forever as well. I have, a have had a long commute. I've had a commute of 45 minutes or more since uh, the year 1999. And um, it's one of those things that once podcasts came around, I started listening to, and then Matt said, we can do one. And I'm like, I'd already been um, a fan of yours. The personalized learning one. And I said, hell yeah, let's do that. Figured out along the way.
0: Yeah.
3: It, the, the, the part that I remember the most was we're like, yeah, let, let's do this. And then, okay, trying to figure out, okay, so what are we going to do? Uh, we're going to talk about all the bills that go in. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, we should sounds talk good. about, like, you know, the bill, the hearing, you know, where it goes. That'll be a piece of cake. We'll just follow
2: them all. No problem. And all of a sudden there were like. There's like 30 bills. Yeah, that's I'm right. I'm sure it's like 30, 40 bills. You know, more what, than could that, this, right? what could possibly go wrong with that?
0: Like yeah. 250, that's I what- I was gonna, gonna awesome. say more like a
2: billion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we had already
3: committed to it. And then it was like, well, we've committed. And so oh, we- clearly, We got an education that first we year. Should have been committed because it was a lot of work. But a lot, as, as, lot of work. as you mentioned, it was it was totally worth it because we knew everything that was happening and the things we didn't know, we're like, "Well, oh, let's figure that out. What did these things mean? What does this mean? all the little legislative tricks, it was like, I don't understand any of that. And I think the value that we had at the beginning, and you're continuing with Julie, is people have a like a semi literate comprehension of what happens at the legislature now, because of the things that you talk about. And I think that's, if anything else, that's invaluable right there, that you can kind of follow a process without having to dig deep and go through the, the website and just the insane amount of research you have to do. You have people doing that for you. And yeah. And trying
2: try, try to try to find any of that resource, those resources on the legislative sites, not, it's impossible. Yeah. They do it. They, they do not have good webmasters, people up there doing that stuff. <laughs> so it's one of those, like, how do you find the information? And I mean, how many years we've we been complaining about those blue sheets that have been happening in the, uh, in the work sessions and whatnot, they're finally getting their act together, putting more of that stuff out. but. It's been literally years. And it's, I will say, one of the reasons why I like to continue to do it. The main reason is because I get to be inspired by Julie, who is one of the people who literally inspires me and is one of the like premier educators in the state. And anyone who thinks differently, uh, come talk to me and I'll correct you. Um,
0: (laughs) Fooey on (laughs) you if you don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, Julie. Uh, Tell us why, why, when the position was open, you, the number one fan said, I'm putting my fandom behind and taking that podcast host seat.
1: Well, there were a lot of steps that led to it. I mean, first I had to beg Matt Shea to interview me for a summit that I was hosting because I wanted so badly to get, you know, my foot in the door and then I had to, be- and then he goes off to California and then I have to beg the other Matt to, you know, oh, oh, and I'll throw in, you know, some DOA people, maybe they'll join us. And so, I'm, you know, I'm throwing names around. Just I have a hard get- time
0: believing you had to beg.
1: <laughs> the truth is, I am so, I am filled with such gratitude to the three of you. Um, I, I listened to every single word of Maine Education Matters with Matt and Matt, and it made me more knowledgeable, which gave me more confidence in my role. I would not be the educational leader I am today without Maine Education Matters. So I am so thankful. And then um, after I got to meet Courtney I started following personalized learning and just hearing hearing it aloud things that you've thought for years or values that you've had you just, so. it it just resonates so I'm so thankful I'm so blessed to be able to do this and ultimately I want to have that same impact on our, our colleagues in the state or you know, around the country that they know that there are others who are invested and want the best for them and, and want to educate them. So I'm so thankful and I'm, I'm just, I love this opportunity to talk with the three of you today.
2: I think
3: one of the, I think one of the things that uh, Matt said best earlier was that it fills, uh, fills a need in the state or something that didn't really happen before. I mean, who knew the status of education bills until you either read it in the paper or you got a notice from somebody who was in the know and then we're like, holy crap, this is happening. We need to go to the Augusta and figure it out. And now you have a front row seat of things that are coming because since you do like a preview of public hearings, People now know when that stuff is happening and and what it's about. And I know, Matt, you talk about your, you know, limited analysis, quote marks, but I would say that's, that's completely wrong because you give an opinion on it, but I think the value is letting people know about it. And then somebody who's interested and wants to do it will be like, now I can either go to Augusta or go to the Zoom site or whatever it may be right now and be interested from the beginning, and not at the end when, as, as I think you will, you all know on this podcast, at the end of something, it's always already decided at that point. Yeah, it's
0: too late to make any it's, real impact. It
3: is too impact. late. You have to go through all of that before that happens, Julie.
1: So we had a really neat experience today, or else I thought we did. Um, Three of us were part of an eight o'clock Zoom with Maine Curriculum Leaders Association. And the topic of the summer school survey from the DOE came out. And I remember from the get-go, the conversation of um, the legislator who wanted to to make summer school mandatory and, and put all this money towards it. And it landed with, well, let's at least get some data. Mm-hmm. So, then, to have the conversation today about the actual survey that will lead to the report out, it's just it's fascinating to see that. And I'm also very hopeful that um, positive changes are going to be made now that people people are more aware of how things work. And this last round was um, I thought very successful, and I- I'm hopeful that some positive changes are ahead.
2: Well- I, I will say one thing I think that both of our podcasts have done is actually had, in their own ways, some change in our direct like, line of sight, more or less. Because you all have had a significant um, uh, impact on the way that a lot of uh, administrators, teachers, et cetera, think about, look at, and apply actually good learning practice. Um, and that's evident, and you can, you, can, you can see that from a lot of the responses you get, from a lot of the, uh, the, the, the feedback that you all get and have gotten over the years. And what I think we've seen in our, in our little show um, is there's definitely a more push for transparency in Augusta yeah. than yeah. there was five years ago, three years ago, because they know they're being looked at, they're being watched. Yep.
3: I, I, well, I, man, I
0: also think that just the engagement in the education community, particularly among curriculum leaders, because that's who I'm most engaged with, so that's the audience I know the best, um, but their awareness and engagement with political advocacy has increased significantly also, which is and those are the people that should be advocating okay. and having their voices heard. So mm-hmm. yeah, great point. Courtney, had you shared with me, I think you were the one
1: um, that the OPLAs actually have adopted a spreadsheet similar to the, the spreadsheet from Maine Education Matters.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, yes. Yes. So at towards at towards the end of the most recent session, the um, the analysts one of the one of the analysts for the education committee sent out a document that was essentially a spreadsheet of these were all the bills. This is what happened, and uh, yeah, I forwarded it to the two of you and said it looks like someone else is doing your job now. But
2: <laughs> and, and, and that's the dream. Because, because going back long towards that when we started, that sounds like work, and we don't like work. And (laughs) no, no. and if someone else will do the work for us, that's great. Then we could just talk nonsense and say, there's there. Look, look at the spreadsheet, and let us just do whatever." We were, we were. No, you still need to keep up
0: with your spreadsheet. Uh, They don't do it along the way. Yeah, Yeah, they don't do it along the way. Sorry,
3: that's the thing. Is like. I remember when we started that thing, yeah, it sounds like work. It's like, oh my God, this is taking up more time than my job.
0: It's a full-time job.
3: It's a full-time job. I had a full-time job. I don't have that job anymore. I just want to like put out there and it's okay. But (laughs) holy crap. Yeah, I was working all the time on the spreadsheet and the pod. And because I thought it was very valuable for everybody as we've just discussed. So that spreadsheet is like super key because it's like real time.
0: Yeah, you are not waiting
3: for something to happen. It's as it happens. Yeah. And I think if nothing else, that spreadsheet is one of the more valuable things that I think we came up with back then and you made it way better this past year. That spreadsheet was awesome. And I oh, did follow cool. it every so often, even though I don't know anything about what's happening like in real time, but I could follow those things. And as I'm listening to your pod, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. I see where things are going. And you can tell the tone of what is happening in Augusta through the pod. And I love that. And it, I think Courtney was right when you said you have like, you have like very influential listeners. And when you said things are a lot more transparent now, I couldn't agree more. It's just ridiculous. The, you mentioned the blue sheets a few minutes ago, Matt. Like yeah. the blue sheets, originally we were like, what are they handing us here as we're visiting one of these hearings? It's was like, oh my God, there is a ton of information on this. Yeah. Where do you find these? And they're like, oh yeah, right over there.
2: The big stack of them.
3: It's like, <laughs> and, and where do they go? Oh, <laughs> after we're done, we, we shred them. Like, oh my God. And that's when we started <laughs> like reading them on the pod. And now they're actually doing stuff with them. So and I guarantee that's because of what we started, and you guys are continuing. I guarantee some impact there. Yeah. I, All right. I so let's
0: let's kind of let's kind of talk about what what this coming years we think might look like for for the different pods. Okay. Uh, and so Matt and I have not talked about <laughs> any oh. kind of strategic vision for the 21 22 school year of the podcast, but. Um, so I don't so I don't know, Matt. Do you have any thoughts on we've tried different things in the past? One year we kind of split it up into trimesters and had a different focus for each trimester. We did. Um, we've also done the total just you know, shoot from the hip. Kind <laughs> of like, I don't know, whatever. We've had series now and then. Like, what do you what do you see happening this year?
3: So one of the things that I, I really enjoyed when we had that year of different trimesters of doing things. Yeah, I really liked that having that focus on. We did the what the first trimester was all about, like collective effi- efficacy. Yep. We had a whole series of podcasts on that. I thought that was super cool, and then we did interviews. Yeah. Which is honestly that is my favorite part that we've ever done.
2: Yeah. Where we
3: just reached out yeah. randomly to people, and they're like, Yeah, okay, we'll do this. And we're like, Oh my god, how did we get X person, Al-C- X Tone, person, yeah. and how do we get Alfie Cone? <laughs> oh my god. And he was was like, yeah that's fine I'll, I'll give you a half an hour
0: yeah he was like yeah. do you get paid are you like a paid and we're like no okay no. great yeah sure I'll give you whatever that was it
3: it was <laughs> just that was a really nice part and what I really what really happened that year for our third trimester was COVID hit and our plans for that third trimester have been we're, were just wiped out
0: kind of mirrored the rest of society in, in well, that it, well, and that was everything
3: And I've been thinking about that and what we want to do with that trimester is still in my plans anyway to do, Okay. except a year and a half later, it's still not possible to do because we're still in a super remote time where kids are going to be in and out of school. I I work with schools now and some of the schools were in session for four or five, six days, and now they're shut down for two weeks because- kids have COVID now and teachers have yeah. COVID. And so I'm, I don't want to start that until it really aligns with okay. the vision that we had originally. So that I, may be uh, next spring. It may be next year. Uh, but I really like that idea. So I think, so I, should we say
0: um, what it was? Should we say what the no, idea was?
3: Nope, that's okay. going to be a oh, teaser oh, yeah. for anybody that's listening. <laughs> <Ooh>. uh, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Put it that way. It will be pretty cool. uh, so I, what I'd like to start with, I think is just the same type of weekly topics that we've had yeah. and talk about things that are happening. Uh, sometimes we plan them. Sometimes we don't, um, you know, this being the, now the third school year of COVID as it were from a half to a full to another year, it's not a topic that goes away. So we'll have to kind of talk about that with the lens of personalized learning and how we, how we can still do that. And it's been happening for a year and a half. So it clearly can be done. And I know people are super frustrated that it's taken this long to get kids back in school, but that doesn't mean we just give up and say, Oh, I'm just sick of it. Like, yeah, I'm sick of it too. And this is the world we deal with. So how do we get personalized learning to continue and not go back to the way it was? Cause the way it was, was a failure,
2: well, even on our podcast okay. last, last spring that when we, when you and I were taught, we, when we, when we were talking or when, uh, not last spring, but when we all went out in 2020, um, we kept saying the new normal, the normal is gone. Yeah. Normal is completely destroyed. And we've, I think the four of us here have recognized that that normal was destroyed. Right. And there's just, there's just this massive concerted effort to pretend like the normal is still there. Right. And is still happening Agreed. without the real recognition that no, it's not. Because, like, uh, this COVID thing's gonna be with us for years. Yeah. All right, so I'm
0: gonna pull us back from COVID and back back to the question I originally answered, and toss it to Julie. What do you see for the
1: pod? Going on a tangent. He, he he wanted to answer that one, but, um. No. well, I sort of have a selfish request of my co-host that I'd really, really, really like to, let's see how well he knows me. I'd really like to interview Senator Daughtry. Oh, I think he's-
0: You know what? I was wondering in my head, I was Sorry. like- a- What's the next level of main education matters? Is it is it interviewing Ed committee members? Hmm.
2: I, I, I think that's. That. I would love to do that. I, I would love to do that, and I'm going to rely on on uh, on Julie's personality to make that happen because mine won't. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> that is not but true. Matt,
1: let's see how let's let's see how well you know your co-host. What what is my selfish reason for wanting to interview Senator?
0: Dawson? I know.
2: Oh please, know. something to do with that's. I don't know. Sour. <laughs> I'm one hundred percent with you, Joe. No, right across. Thank I mean, if, you. Oh. I could I could walk there from where I live
0: to Moderation Brewing. Uh huh. Oh, look, we just gave a free plug. Whew.
2: I could walk nice. there from where I live. So, not, what
0: do you think? What do you think? What do you want to see? See, main education matters take on. Yeah,
2: I I think that what what we I think we if we can get ed committee members on, on the record to talk about what's going on, if we can, uh, this fall, knowing that we're going into a special session, which is a little, another little weird thing. There are some carryover bills. We can talk about those in the fall and there are some other interviews. I know there are some people in, at DOE who wanna still talk to us about some stuff. Um, but I, I would love to, 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 to continue doing what we've always done, monitoring the things and sharing what we do. But then find a way to really get um, our voice, little voices, into the ears of those people who are sitting behind that dais, and to make sure that they know that we are following, and to that we're gonna we're gonna watch you, and that we're listening, and be nice. Perfect.
0: Well, anything I can do to right. help you all get connected with some Ed Committee members.
3: Yeah, I would guess, Matt and Julie, that you guys are already in the ears of some of them, even if you may not know it. That is that is just a out-and-out speculation, but there is no way that at least some of the people, if not the leadership people, have not heard of your podcast. I find that extremely hard to believe.
2: You, you know, I just can't accept that. You know, I don't, I don't have that ability in me to, I, I, I to accept the fact that people actually listen to this podcast.
1: Yeah, I they know do. they do.
2: Yes, they I know do. They, do, they do. But you know that that's that's a part. That's a that's a fault in me. Like I'm in a shame spiral constantly.
1: That's why you have me to offset you because I have enough confidence for both of us. That's right. (laughs) That's the the
0: magic formula. Okay.
2: She pulls me out of the abyss of just (laughs) um, sadness and just negativity. So I have an idea,
1: Matt. Let's create those superl. Let's create some superlative certificates to give to um, Representative Brennan because I believe he had the most bills. So we'll create a nice certificate to present to him based on your superlatives and to oh my um, god, Representative Millette. Yeah, that that I that love that idea
2: them. so much.
3: Yeah. So I'll work I, on that. I think that uh, this wraps up our big crossover pod. Between the two, I'm, I'm not even going to call it like a parent and a child pod. I think we're just related podcasts. Uh, let me, let me, let me get some pods. I think, co-pods. We're, I think co works really good. I think, I think that we're independent of each other. We're not connected by any logical or sensible means. And this is our story. We've kind of talked about it. It's a nice summer interlude here uh, that I, I think I'd like to do again at some point
2: in the future. I was about to say, this is the first annual.
3: Yeah. I, oh, let's, go to that. let's go with first <laughs> annual because it's really, I really like the idea that we kind of wrapped up where we've been for a few years and what might be next for both of us. And I'd like to revisit this again together, uh, next summer
2: again, too. This has been great Amen. to you guys
0: yeah thank you so much for coming together and having having the crossover pod today it was So good. thank
2: you for coming and thank you for uh for being you and being awesome